This is 680-CJOB. I'm Kevin Bergen. Welcome to The Main Ingredient. The guy who's on the show today I've been trying to talk to for a while. He's a great businessman, always supporting other local businesses in the city, and he's an excellent ambassador for the city. Danny from Danny's Whole Hog. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen you, what, last year at the Love Local event, right? Yes, that's the first time I think I met you. I think uh, so. But I've heard a lot about you. Hopefully good, I hope. Uh, all good. Okay, that's <laughs> liar. <laughs> and you know, I, I said to you before, the first time I met you, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I genuinely thought, what a really, really nice man. Like your first impression, I thought, what a down-to-earth guy. And I'm sure that has played a big role in your business success. Right, I'm sure you must hear that. I hear but, it, uh, but at the same time, I I want to be humble about it. You mm-hmm. don't want to. I don't want to like tooting my own horn. I just I I live the values that my mom and dad uh, implanted in me, and I want to do those uh, same values to my kids. Mm-hmm. I do unto others as you want them to do unto you. Be kind to people; they'll be kind to you. Uh, treat people the way you want to be treated, and that's that's basically how I try to uh, live my life. Okay, so Danny, what were you, what were you doing before this whole Danny's whole whole hog thing began? Um, I uh, grew up on a Hutterite colony. Yep. Um, and I don't want to speak negative to them. I just made that choice uh, one day to leave. Uh, at that time, I had two small children. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided I'm just going to start Danny's Whole Hog Barbecue and uh, have a freedom uh, to be Danny. Mm-hmm. And, and basically the dreams that I had, I want to, I, I believe fully, if you have a dream in something, you just go after that. 100%. And I just went after and built Danny's Whole Hog Barbecue up. And that started in 2001. And here we sit today, after a few years, we established Danny's Whole Hog in a short period of time. Was that the intent to have that business or was it a business when you were leaving? Uh, I had the intent to, because I used to spend many, many years and and raising livestock, uh, hogs, and I've always fooled around when I was a kid, uh, teenager, I always loved cooking, I always fooling around with different barbecue sauce and cooking. It's always been a passion of mine and I knew if I just go on my own like this and raise my family with and, and take my passion to another level where I can feed my family and do something that I'm having fun with at the same time. Yeah. Okay, so you leave. How did you start the business? The business was not what it is today. Obviously, it had to grow and could go through stages. So when, it, when you first started it, what was the business? Um, the business was basically a dream and a passion. And uh, I bought, uh, with the help of an uncle of mine, mm-hmm. Um, that helped me financially just to, to swing the first mortgage. And we bought this property and I got the health inspector out and say, what do I have to do mm-hmm. to, to, to uh, cook safe food and start uh, Dennis Whole Hog Barbecue? And uh, I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. I, I was had no problem listening to people uh, that were experts in those areas. Mm-hmm. Same with my banker, and same with everybody around me. And I had, I had family and friends come forward and help me out uh, financially. And they had, uh, they basically had the faith, the faith in me that I'll be able to pay them back. And uh, the bank gave me some money, and through my uncle, we got Danny's Whole Hog started. I'm talking to Danny from Danny's Whole Hog on the main ingredient today. Danny, when you first started, you were making barbecues for people to purchase, right? Basically, uh, whole hog barbecuing is what I started. Right. I had a, I had a shop build me a bunch of barbecues, yep. 
and uh, I knew how to marinate pigs and fooling around with different spices and uh, I went to the home hardware store and I, I bought a pail of nails and a hammer and uh, I went to a sign company and they made me little uh, two feet by one foot signs and I nailed those those things to every uh, every fence post <laughs> and every and every uh, every uh, hydro pole that I could dare do that and, uh, so we were and like, what I, is this and ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> but it worked. it worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah, it did. You know what? And okay, so that leads me to my next question, which is, things have changed advertising wise so much from when you started. Like now, you know, the internet plays a big deal. Um, Instagram, all those things, and back then advertising and getting the word out about your business was a lot different so how has that changed for, for oh, you oh absolutely it has changed so tremendously but right off the bat i knew i needed uh i needed a name so i went to a company that we got up a logo denny's olag logo right. i had a website made simple website in those days mm-hmm. i knew i needed those tools and i advertised with small little uh small little uh, community papers as much as i could afford right the first big advertising blitz I did, I went to a I went to a company, and I told them I need eight signs, four feet by four feet by eight big signs. Yeah, that's pretty big. And had a sh- uh, and I and I, I looked at the city of Winnipeg as a hub, and then t- look at number six, seven, eight, fifty nine. 75 and number one going out on the weekends you mm-hmm. know half a town goes to the lake all mm-hmm. around around us so i put a sign up on every road leaving winnipeg oh really it all did it all in one weekend mm-hmm. bang 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 that was probably the biggest response that i've ever seen i did it all in one weekend bang bang big signs and uh you know they were cheaper plywood signs and all that but nicely nicely looking with my logo on there and that was probably the most aggressive advertising i did back in those days pretty original uh, yeah pretty original but after that realizing pretty quick particularly with social media right now mm-hmm. um, I maxed out with my personal page at 5,000 I have to delete to add friends we started then with Dennis Holhog website is probably uh, close to 12,000 already and so I know social media is is the future yeah and I recognize thing, that and uh, I've learned how to align myself with people to take it to another levels. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's easier just to pay someone who is an expert at it so you can focus on the business itself, right? Well, you know my friend Shell. I love Shell. And uh, I've known Shell. her for years. Yep. Uh, me and Shell a year ago uh, in November, Matt, and I said, Shell, I've, I'm so busy with lots of stuff. Right. You're you're an expert in that. I'll do my personal. Right. Uh, here's my webpage with 1,300 people on it. It's just, it's not growing because I'm not using it. I'm just not doing it. Can you take it to another level? Yeah. We made an agreement, and with one year, uh, me and her were giving away stuff on the website, and me feeding her with information and her expertise. We got it uh, close to twelve thousand in one year. Yeah, that's crazy. She's good at that. That's She's what good. she does. Yeah, right? Absolutely, and that's yeah. what I mean. You got to align yourself in business with good people, and she was one of those that I recognized that I could align myself with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she took me fishing last summer. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. She was awesome, man. She's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I was supposed to have been on that trip. Yeah, too, oh, that would have been I good. Just to, I, I was supposed to have been there, but there was stuff uh, happening with my kids. I just couldn't, uh, couldn't make it. So. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a terrible trip. We didn't have any fun. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> a few commercials, and the main ingredient is back with Danny from Danny's Whole Hog on 680 CJOB. 
Danny from Danny's Whole Hog Barbecue and Catering is my guest today on The Main Ingredient. So, Danny, when you first started, were you surprised at the rate your business was growing each year? I'd say I'd, in the first couple of years, it grew probably four times as quick as I'd ever thought. And and think I tried to make a living by just the first year. I don't know the hard numbers, but I, 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 I'm going to say we did 400 pigs that first summer. Wow. Barbecuing pigs. And I was just concentrating on doing marinated pigs. But mm-hmm. then people came to me and said, Danny, can you cook the pig for me? And I said, I guess I can. And then they said, can you supply the salads? I guess I can. So I put a menu together and... My growth, I, I'm going to give a lot of credit to my growth to listening to my customer. Mm-hmm. I phone 10 customers a week just to get feedback. What, what do you think I should do and all that? And and having good workers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's it's invest in your employees. And, but phoning my customers and getting feedback, my business grew what my customer wanted. Right. And so I was very, very flexible how to change. So from just doing hogs, we did a full meal. And then not everybody wants to eat pork all the time. Right. I got the name, but I've, I'm much more than pork. Mm-hmm. We went to develop how to do a barn of beef, a prime rib. Now we're doing as much chicken, turkey, you know, and now we've got a pulled beef out there. So those, I've learned very... Very early in the game, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. You need to have something new every six months or once a year, develop something. And that's how we grew the business, listening to my customer. Was there ever a time where you thought the growth could hinder your business? You know, sometimes you're growing too quick. Yes. And I and that was the last, probably the last 10 years of my business where the challenge has been more. Because I built a business. It was me. It was my face. It was, I had ideas and I training a few employees how to be, how to do it the way I want it done. Um, I would have wanted at that time. I wanted probably a clone and clone myself <laughs> and many different little Dennis. That's why I see those little Dennis popping up. Yeah. But it was challenge was where where I used to take every phone call, deal with every customer. Came a time where every I had single to single one. Every customer when I started out, I dealt with every customer. Then I handed it over to an employee because I had to. As you grew, I couldn't do that anymore. Right. I walked away from the phone. So now you've got somebody else in charge in the office to talk to every customer, right? Front facing, right? Yeah, and taking the order and making sure it's done. That was the hardest thing for me to do. For now, sure. you, you want this cost, you want this customer to or this employee to. But I had pretty good hands-on in the start, so the, the, my employees were with me for years, and they right. heard me speak to customers and all that, so that transition was a little bit easier than I thought. But as the business is growing, it's still a challenge today, is as you got more employees, um, we're sometimes in a weekend out at 25 different places catering a meal. How many barbecues do you have? Uh, well, it's uh, we don't, the whole hog barbecues, I got 80 or 80, over 80 of them. Eight but zero? That's, yes, but that's not my number one business, my uh, catering now has nothing to do with the barbecues. Mm-hmm. We already now have got the catering where the pig is pre-cooked and packaged, you know, prime rib or whatever. I've got people coming in on weekends. We'll have over 25 people working for me that grab, that grab a piece of paper with the with the with all the food and hot boxes already in the vehicle. They get a map. They, if they have to go to Brendan, they have to go four hours this way. Have to go 30 minutes this way. They go and serve a meal 
under my image and they say, well, again, so, but we have training. We try to train our employees. So I, I have, I, it's unbelievable how great my guys are. We hire people that have other jobs and we can mm-hmm. come in, can make some extra cash. Yep. But at the same time, at the same time, they got to have to dress code. Dennis Olhawk, they, they're my image. You're an image. Right. I, yeah, they're representing your company, I'm so you telling, can't have it be loosey-goosey, right? Yeah, I'm telling my employees, if you're speeding down that highway and you're, you got right. a Dennis Look, Olhawk sign totally. and you <laughs> cut somebody off in traffic, <laughs> they look at me. They don't look at you. Well, your so phone's going to ring. My phone's going to ring. So I said, be polite, be nice. And so I, it's been, I've been fortunate. Um, it's been pretty good. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Like how, how to, I guess I'm, I'm sure that a lot of your expansion, business expansion, like you said, has come from your customers and just you're, you're filling one need and then they're asking you for something else. And then you just decide, hey, I'm just going to, you know what, I'm going to do that. I guess we grew it with our customers slowly. Right. Yep. And when you grow into something, hire more people, you grow it. And, and I'm, not, I'm a guy that's not afraid of change. Mm-hmm. Employees no, are sometimes very much harder of change, but I am a, a guy that always ch- wants to have something new or, or adapt or something more efficient or, or so I even in equipment, the equipment that I've given to my chefs and all that, I've always given them good equipment to a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number one thing is end of the day, I want whoever booked this meal with us, I want them to have succeed. Mm-hmm. So their guests are happy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, food safety comes first. Mm-hmm. You need to, uh, we need to have uh, this number, all my players need to know food safety and we're serving somebody that comes customer needs to be happy. That's what my business is. And if we're, if I'm going to succeed, the business will succeed, then they have a job with me too, because right, if, you're closed, be, yeah, if, if, if you're closed, you know, you don't have a job. Absolutely. Right. So, so we, we, yeah. we all got to work together here. Yeah. When you do something right, people, you know, some people will say, you know, we'll give you a rating and it was a great job, whatever. But when you do something wrong, they tell everybody, they won't tell you that it was wrong. But they will tell their friends and everybody else and social media and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of have to make sure you get it right the first time, right? Yeah, and and we're not perfect. Uh, I, it's what you do with it. When we when something got mixed up, we do a lot of meals. And let's say somebody between just uh, was supposed to get pork and beef, and they got pork and chicken, and it yep. was a little mix up with someone. We go back, and I'll I'll I I take responsibility one hundred percent. That's where I'm standing, and I'll phone that customer and say, Hey, we're not perfect. Made a mistake. What? Can yeah, I'm gonna make, it to right. make that right, yeah. and and that's how I treat it. I'll mm-hmm. make everything right because I, I got to look at. I'm human. I make mistakes. My employees can can make mistakes. I can't go and take and uh, be hard on them. End right. of the day, it's uh, it's a business and it's a world where we have to be very graceful. Mm-hmm. I try to be <laughs> graceful. People have to be graceful with me, and I need to be graceful with people. That mistakes will happen, and right. that's what I tell my customer. We're not perfect, but we try. And if something happens, we'll take care of it. Right. Sports news and Winnipeg weather up next. Then me and Danny are going to talk about the sauces Danny's whole hog makes, which have been given the stamp of approval by my mom, the Jamaican. The main ingredient back after the break here on 680 CJOB. Back with more main ingredient here with Danny from Danny's Whole Hog, which not only makes great food, but makes great sauces. So, Danny, how did the business evolve to that? 
That's a very interesting one. Uh, as I before I even started Dennis Whole Hog, all my life I'll never forget that I bought a cheap barbecue sauce, filled it half with honey. I was cooking steaks with uh, always everybody was grabbing it out of our fridge. What's that, Danny? It looks different. And I used fresh honey, and I was always fooling Danny. You want to make it a little, little hotter? I put some something in to make it more of a hot sauce, sweeter for honey. And, and I, I, so you're already making sauce. I, I was fooling around with that stuff all my life. And I read a lot, and then, uh, but I then I have got friends way down down south. You know, I I watch cooking shows. I I'm in contact with people in the south. Uh, you know, we want to learn about barbecuing. Mm-hmm. Go south. It's uh, crazy. We in Manitoba. <laughs> That's where my idea of whole hogging comes from mm-hmm. in the south. I I brought that into Manitoba. I took a Manitoba award many years ago for the first guy uh, to to bring whole hog into Manitoba. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. No, Port Council know. gave me award of of doing that yep. years many years back mm-hmm. and uh so now when i look at some of the barbecues that we designed and made uh, some of our colleague competition but they're they've got the trade if they've they've basically copied me but I, I at the show i was just at the wedding show there so i walk around i there's people doing similar stuff that i do i walk into it say hi how are you i yep. wish you well i says i i never looked at competition as competition i never will mm-hmm. i walk in and and meet the guys. I says, I, you're doing a good job out there. I think we just complement each other. Right. Where can we work together? That's how I uh, approach uh, business. And uh, if you if you have that attitude, uh, it, things will just fall in place. Yeah, you know, you're right. So when it comes to the sauce, I had this dream. I I got invited. Uh, I got invited to a wedding um, down uh, Washington. Me and my wife. Mm-hmm. And one of the bride, the brides there, uh, gave all the the people she invited to the wedding a barbecue sauce. Is that right? Yeah. So we were the guests. So yep. we got one. We came home with this barbecue sauce. Right. And I said to my wife, "Bingo, it's time to put my face and my logo on that <laughs> bottle." One at a time. I started with four. Yeah. Today we got over ten. Yeah. And that's basically of a wedding invited down south. Uh, that's where that idea came from. That's bizarre. Yeah, that same idea with private labeling now. Uh, we were in Mexico two years ago, and uh, we went into the little town of uh, Paya Carmen, mm-hmm. and uh, we went out for supper, and this guy snapped a picture of me and my wife and gave us a little Mickey of tequila with a picture of me and my wife on there. I look at this, and I, I look, at wow. My wife says, you're thinking again. <laughs> I guess I is. I don't know why I've never never thought about that. I says, private labeling, can you imagine a bride or somebody coming to us and say, Danny, I need a hundred bottles of barbecue sauce, and they'll send me a picture of both of them, and we'll put it right on the bottle. Yep. And now we're doing companies are ordering uh, with their logo on there. One side is Danny's old hog. The other side, I stick a sticker on, and you do a lot of that. They do. It's just starting now. Last year, do a lot of them. You're yeah. Crazy, so man. no, I know it's a new idea, but now it's just taking off. It came off vacation trip. That Same is, with my jerk you, sauce. You, you need to go on vacation more often. I went to. We went to Jamaica. Yep. On vacation, beautiful place. I just love the culture mm-hmm. and the people there. And I gave the guy. I said, "What do you want to just take us to town to shop for the wife?" And uh, he said. Uh, Ah, give me 25 bucks. I'll wait for you. And on the way back, I says, take me to the best restaurant or place back off the beaten trail right. that does jerk chicken and mm-hmm. jerk pork. I need to learn. I want some ideas. I says, I'll give you 100 bucks. Uh, just do it. 
And he took us to Scotch's, I think is the name, mm-hmm. right out there. And he took us in there, and I walked around. And by the time we left there, I left the thing he had. I was back in there where they were barbecuing the chicken over the over the wood and everything. And by the time I left there, I wanted to learn the culture of the sauce. There's more to just sauce, the culture. Right. What do they use to make a good jerk sauce? Right. How do they, so how do they get that? What do they use? What are they, so I learned the ingredients that they use in Jamaica, right? And I know I couldn't go back and be, you know how their hot is. Hot is like... Yeah, hot. Like now as I travel more to those places, I can now take more hot than I used to. Right, I but starting out, it's just but crazy. But starting out, it was just crazy. And that's where the jerk sauce uh, ideas came from. Went back, back to the drawing board with some help from guys that helped build me barbecue sauce. We back and took, got a recipe. And I had it four months after that trip. Mm-hmm. I had it on the shelf. Came off vacation out of Jamaica, just not being afraid to dig in, get off the beaten trail and learn from the people of Jamaica about a jerk sauce. That's so, how that came about. Let's talk locally now. How important is it for you to try to use local products for your own business, being a local guy? I have always been a local supporter. When I built my business, I settled on Highway 67 near Stony Mountain and Stonewall. Mm-hmm. And I will try, I've always tried to build relationship local. If there's a fundraiser local, com- uh, support the local community. Buy as many of the products as I can of the local stores. I am a big local support supporter. And that's why I got involved for years with uh, food and beverage because it's helping smaller smaller guys where I was many years ago, helping him. They had a dream. They had a product. Trying to help him and not make the same mistakes I made. So mm-hmm. I, I've surfed on that board for many years, and I still do. I still support him, you know, and then love local with, with Peter. Yep. I'm a big supporter of those organizations because uh, it's a trend is changing. It, it's changing that people want local products. Mm-hmm. And, and why not on your menus... Why not have as many of the local products as you can mm-hmm. have? And I'm a strong believer of that. And I will try to have recipes and everything local as much as I can. Because what, what, you're, what you're doing by, by doing that, you're helping somebody else local grow his business. Mm-hmm. And I'm a strong believer in that. And I, I help out local as much as I can and buy as much as I can. Um, I've, I'm trying to think, uh, I call it the master lady. Look at her. And, uh, I know when she, Car- yeah, Snackbad and Carly and I, I'll, I'll always speak highly of her. I've seen her start from the bottom and I know one summer she she didn't have a kitchen yet. And, and I said to Carly, you know what? I've got a big kitchen at home. Come out. It's, uh, pick a Sunday or pick a day when I'm not that busy. Here's my kitchen. Nice. I, I just, I just. Literally, end of the day, almost didn't charge her much. Just here it is. But for me, it was to help her get to another level. Look where she is today. Yeah, she's you gone know. up a level. She's gone up a level. And so there's there's more of them that I've been trying to help along. And uh, I know how hard it was when I was there. So I'm just trying to to help somebody else succeed. Back with more from Danny's Whole Hog when the main ingredient returns. Kevin Bergen on the main ingredient with Danny, the owner of Danny's Whole Hog, the hardest working man in the food business. You sleep. I uh, <laughs> when I sleep, I think I snore. But I'm just I think, wondering how, how you turn. How do you turn your mind off? Because I know your mind is going a uh, thousand miles an you hour. You know, uh, it takes dedication. It takes some uh, discipline. Yep. I can now, 
and I can I couldn't do it the first uh, number of years. I can now freely when I I'm an outdoor guy, mm-hmm. so I hunt. I go on tree stands. I I, I don't go for the kill. Right. We eat wild meat at home. I love it, but for me, it's getting out in the bush, phone off, everything off. I did 200 hours this fall. Mm-hmm. Up at the Narrows, where I have a cabin, spend in the bush. I sometimes went in there at nine o'clock, in the in the in the morning, came out when it was dark, and uh, wow, I enjoyed the outdoors. Your your brain and your your thinking, just like I, I I've learned to shut my business down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I've, I've it it didn't happen the first ten years of my business, but now I can actually shut it down. And I've got friends, my father in law coming to visit me on on weekends and they want to know everything about the business and all that says I don't talk about my business. And it no why not? I says because I don't want to talk about my business. Mm-hmm. You're here now. Enjoy the enjoy the grand, uh, grandchildren and all that. Let's talk about something else. Like I don't life, want to talk yeah. about the business. I've shut my brain now, and I refuse to talk about my business. <laughs> so I've came to the point I had to use tough love, yep. right? Yep. But I, there comes a time where you just have to do it. I go to the weekend up to the Narrows on long weekends with the family. I will talk nothing about me. So somebody asks a question, I will, you will not know they even uh, own a business. That I own a business, or I will. My 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 vehicle, my suburban, is unmarked. That's awesome. I don't want a, I don't want a logo on it. I can't. <laughs> I need to shut down. <laughs> I go to a hockey game and stuff. I go with the kids sometimes yeah. because I love going hockey games. I call it building relationship with my kids, mm-hmm. and I taking out for dates. And because I build up a name and everybody, hey, hi, Danny, and they want to yeah. stop. Yeah. So I'm not fair with my kids anymore. Right. So I I just I just we buy our popcorn, go, we sit on our seat, and I hardly leave my seat lots of times. Yep. You know, and put the popcorn under there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too crowded. And it was in a second period to buy them and I, I basically give my time to my daughter and my son. Yep, that's important. How is school? How is that? Yep. To me that is very, very important. It's huge, you know? man. What are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. So it's sometimes as you as your name gets out more, it's sometimes a challenge for me and being in the public eye as you sometimes hey, I'm human. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just how do you how can you you're still polite and all that. You don't want right, to rush somebody off. Right. But so I'm I'm learning to manage that a little bit better and shut shut my mind down to to a more important thing. So for sure, uh, I'm assuming just like any other thing, um, that's part of being away from the business keeps the business fresh and makes you miss the business when you actually have to get back to business. Right? If you're always doing it, then you you'll start to hate it. That's true. But if you look at how I build my business, I'm not a micromanager. Yeah. Never have been. My dad wasn't. I, uh, I've invested in people that run my business for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, so by doing that, the good part from that is I can, I can go on holidays a week or I can just go take the phone still rings. The business still runs because I'm not a micromanager. I don't, right people. I don't, I don't look over people's shoulders. I want the people there, even if they do it a little bit different than I'm doing, as long as we accomplish in the end, what right. we want to accomplish. Right. So I, and I, I'll I'll praise my workers. I'll I'll say good job and and I'll I'll try to work with them, teach them the way I want it done. But then I walk away, and that's that's helped me a lot to manage my time, so I don't get burnouts. I've had burnouts, For sure. but it's there. I don't want anybody to go through a burnout, and uh, I know when I'm getting close that I need to take this break and just. Uh, just uh, separate everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. It's good that some people don't learn that ever, yeah. right? And they kind of uh, burn themselves out multiple times until they just yeah. can't do it anymore. 
So it's good that you've learned to manage that, especially when you have so much to That's manage. That's right. Yeah, I'm learning to manage it a little bit better. So, yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, a few years ago, um, after touring Salon Mission, you generously donated a fully catered dinner to more than 800 volunteers for their annual volunteer appreciation dinner. And you've done so ever since. Ever since. I, I went uh, when somebody, they gave me a tour. I've been actually involved with Salon Mission when they, the first time they came into Winnipeg, almost those, all those years. What struck me, and, I, and I'm not downplaying some of the other organizations. I'm involved in a lot of Teen Challenge, uh, Winnipeg Harvest, uh, Inner, City, uh, Inner City Springs. My, Phil, my brother Phil runs a program there with kids. And, and this is one that was dear to my heart because I went in there and they gave me a tour. And the one that struck me the most was... Judy, my friend Judy, gave me the tour there, and she says, everybody coming through this door, there are certain things. They have to, they, they have to um, be of alcohol, or they, 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 they'll give them a good meal, they'll give them a shower, and they'll give them a bad, a bed to sleep in. But everybody walks in, everything they own, they have in one little bag. It's crazy. And I go like, one little bag, they come in here. Mm-hmm. And, but what struck me, then it went through the programs they got. So they're trying to get those people to feel. Most of those those guys in there, you know how much that means to them. Just somebody maybe saying they love them, or somebody just looking them in the eye and say things will be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somebody uh, gives them a bad, and then then they somebody they got teach them computer skills. They can, they've got dentists volunteering their time to do dental work. They've got the, the clothes program. They give him new shoes. The, the, the organization is so broad that Salon Mission is looking at different churches or different organizations, how they bring, how they bring it together as a team where everybody gives this and now they can, and the volunteers, the time they put in there, like there's a lot of volunteers and I, it just, I, you walk out of there with tears in your eyes and you're wondering what can I do more and my, what I saw all those volunteers doing, giving the time on counseling and, and, and dealing with those with those people was I what's the least I can do and I I decided from that day on uh, they have a lot of volunteers and they have this big banquet every year at the convention center I think the convention center gives them the room and there are other people donating that and I and there are 800 people every year so I I basically told them put myself to my staff and said we're gonna the volunteers put in a lot of work here. I mm-hmm. want to give back to the volunteers. Mm-hmm. That, that if I give back to the volunteers, you encourage them. They will give back to right, the people, people that, that they work every yeah. day. And uh, now every year, I've, uh, I'm not doing it all on my own anymore. I approached uh, Cisco Foods, yep. uh, Blair, uh, CEO there, good guy. Uh, and I said, Blair, do you want to be part of it? And he says, Danny, absolutely. So they helped me out on the salads and a different thing. I don't want to take all the credit on that. So they've now, so there again, I brought other people in to help me to do that. You're a passionate dude. You're I love it. I love dude. doing it. So. You're like jacked up and you're explaining it to me. <laughs> That's why I sleep good. <laughs> Man, you got a ton of energy. Okay, so, you know, let's give people some basic information on, like, your website where your shop is, what the hours are, uh, you know, how they get a hold of you if they want to. We're, uh, we're a company that we're open from, um, 
five to uh, from eight to five every day. Yep. Uh, Saturdays in the summertime we're open. Uh, Saturdays too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do some Sunday caterings too, but the shop won't be open. You can reach me at uh, www.dennisolhog.com. There's lots of information there. There's probably something new gonna be coming on the next uh, year. Um, I find that surprising. Uh, we've <laughs> I got to make a move. Uh, we've got all those beautiful products already. Smoked fish. Um, uh, now we got. <laughs> yeah. What did you? What did yeah, you bring me? I here? brought you two barbecue sauces, a piece of smoked fish. We sold eight hundred pounds of that at Christmas. They come in from the coast. Yeah. And uh, we've got those little retail packages: uh, pulled pork, pulled beef, pulled turkey. And you know, I'm outside the city. Mm-hmm. City Winnipeg is so big. So I think it's time for me to make a move uh, and that move is not the store in the city mm-hmm. but online people go online shopping right. store they they'll click will fill an order and I want to deliver it direct to their door get out of here absolutely when we're, is that going to start uh, we're we're going to have a first meeting on Thursday with some people trying to help me set that up yep. but it's something that I've, I want to do but I want to deliver it ourselves so I have control of delivery mm-hmm. To, is it after hours, whatever it is. So I think it's time for me. I've got enough products now to people can go online shopping and we'll deliver direct to their home. Look at you go. Yeah. I've already got it in Save on Foods. If you go to Save on Foods yeah. online delivery, I'm actually got some of my products listed on there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. no, Because yeah, I, I purchased, uh, I, I, bought, I used to shop, but I still but do. But it just started just a month and a half ago. I haven't even advertised much, but you can go online and pick barbecue sauce, yep. deliver to your door with Save on Foods. Yeah, I so. love that online shopping yeah. thing, man. That yeah. is like so I'm, I'm going down that path. I think that's the future. Yeah. Why have a storefront there, 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 and you're just hitting one part of the city and no, you've you got leases and all that. Why not put my energy in? to uh, people put it in and fill that order and deliver it. So I we're going to try it. Yep. I think it's, I believe it's the future. Yep. And uh, then his whole hog is going after it. Dude, you're crazy, man. I know. You got some we'll good try. things going on. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you. I really you. appreciate it. Yeah. Great conversation with Danny, the owner of Danny's Whole Hog. He's a great guy doing great things here in Winnipeg, and you can catch him at the Love Local event March 3rd at the Victoria Inn. Danny, thanks for taking the time to come into 680 CGOB and have such a candid conversation for us all to hear. And thank you all for tuning in today to the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.